is preeminently the time to speak the truth, the whole truth, frankly and boldly. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Amari Global is the first ever revolutionary mental wellness company, focusing on the gut-brain connection for adults and children. Amari's holistic products are designed to optimize performance, positivity, and motivation. The products are made with ancient natural wisdom combined by modern science that supports mood, focus, stress resilience, and whole body wellness. Whether you're an Olympic athlete or a stressed out parent, Amari Global's scientific approach is designed to meet you where you are and empower you to be the best version of yourself. Welcome back to AutismRadio.org, home of the world's first autism support radio network and proud 501c3 charitable organization, helping families challenged with autism every day get services they desperately need. Please help us make a difference in the autism community and find it in your heart to support one in 88 families in America today. Donate directly at AutismDonation.org. Now, stay tuned for a special broadcast of Hope Saves the Day with autism activist, super dad and author of The Spectrum Diet, Master Chef and the Hope Man himself, your host, Paul Simmons. Thank you for that great introduction. It's always, it's great to be back in another edition of Hope Saves the Day. I have a very special guest on the program today that I think will really resonate with a lot of people that are out there today that have been through trials and tribulations of raising a child with autism. I'd like to give a really warm welcome to Manisha Ladd, who works for the Akeel Autism Foundation. Um, and we're going to be talking a little bit about your journey today. So welcome to the program, Akil. Thank you, Paul. Thank you so much. And uh, I look forward to sharing our journey and, you know, giving a hope that, that, that when it comes to autism, it is possible. Absolutely. So Manisha, tell me how you first got started in the world of autism. So, you know, me and my husband, we we are originally from India and we came here, we got married and in 1998, we came here with a lot of dreams and we both are into IT and with like everybody, everybody wants to progress. And by 2001, uh, we were really uh, having good jobs. And when I learned I, I'm going to be pregnant, I finished my project. And then I wanted to spend some time with its first baby. I didn't want to miss anything, all those all those moments. So I decided to take a break. And by 18 months, I said, okay, now I'm all set to go back to, to work. And I started and before that, I was suspicious that something is off with, with my with my son, with our son. And um, the doctors were not able to tell us. And then finally, at 18 months, they finally gave a diagnosis of autism. And they told us there's not much of a hope. When I went to the doctor and I asked her whether he will sit with typical children, she said, no, 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 forget about that. He he will either talk late or he will never speak and he will never live an independent life. Well, it was very hard. Just initially, it was very hard to accept it. That's how our journey started. And then I decided to quit my entire IT career because I told the doctors, you are just the doctors. You don't know everything. Right. True. And that's how it started. 
and they told us to do behavior therapy and we we had an early intervention they said 40 hours you know we did that 40 hours right. supplementing ourselves educated ourselves the first thing is we always educated ourselves and even the therapist came or didn't come we knew what to do with our son and he started showing some improvements by the time uh, as soon as he went to school and he had a one and a half year of early intervention as soon as he went to school everything just felt apart we gave him and gave him at a higher level to them and he didn't perform anything and in six months we were back to square one that's where we knew that the behavior therapy is not working yeah. and that's how we shifted our our perception from behavior to medical disorder and we still send him to school one of the best schools uh, it was not easy to get him into into one of the topmost schools but we managed to get that without a lawyer and while we were going through all the diet, nutrition, supplements, um, detoxification, his behaviors were getting better and better. His eye contact was getting better. Receptive language was getting better. His personality was completely changing. So mm. we were completely hardcore believer of the biomedical intervention. Right. That's where we said, you know, he's come into our life for some reason. Why not give back something to the society? And that's where we started at the age of, uh, when he was seven years old, we started a Kilodism Foundation for the main goal was to help families back in India. Okay. And we got one of the first doctor trained. That time it was Dan protocol and the defeat yep. autism now. So yep. we got one doctor from India trained. And since then, he has started more than 1,000 families on the MB12 shots intervention. Wow. And we facilitated. You know, it's, a, yeah. it's amazing how you say that, you know, when you think about the ABA therapy, right? And, and that yes. was like... That was always presented to us as like the only yes. way to learn, right? It was yes. the only effective way to yes. um, educate and teach a child with autism at the time. Yes. I mean, that was yes. like mainstream, right? That was the only proven method. Um, and I know from my son, because again, our children around similar ages, John, a little younger, um, but ABA didn't work for him either. So it's interesting how, you know, the, you had that similar, you know, kind of uh experience with aba and again i'm not bashing aba aba is a very well proven therapy yes. very well for many individuals um right but it was not an answer for us either and then why he was 11 years of age you know we had tried everything we had ruled out seizures and he was still hyper all over the place running everywhere and then uh you know the, the school stopped all his academic programs, all and they started teaching him daily living skills. And they miserably failed there also. They failed to teach him rather than, and, and they failed him. So we said, you know, it's okay now. We need to pull him out of the ABA program and put into a DIR flow time program with not much of a hope. Right. But, you know, universe, God always has a plan. And he goes there for the school and they're introducing typing and they tell us, oh, it's a mind and body disconnect. We work on reflexes and this, everything was very new to us. So we were reading a lot about mind, body and reflex integration work. And Akhil and I clicked in the house through typing. Mm -hmm. And Akhil made a statement that I cannot see my body in my mind. Wow. I think in pictures. Huh. And that's very interesting because, you know, obviously a very famous individual with autism, Dr. Temple Granin, wrote a book. 
thing. And, and that she was my go-to. She was yeah. my go-to person. Like, how is my child? How is going to help me to understand my child's mind? And I had read her, read her books. Yeah. So our mission is to educate, read, research, and support autism. We collaborate with different universities, and we bring in research for using sensor-based technologies. Rutgers University, Virginia, Virginia University. And we bring all those treatment modalities, which has a lot of evidence not covered by the FDA, but they work. So mm -hmm. we bring in programs which helps the individuals to express themselves through letter board. Okay. And another program we bring in is the, is the reflex integration work, which helps them to get their mind and body connected. Right. Okay. You know, so these are the programs we do. And um, you mentioned about Temple Grandin. So yep. the reason I, I want to share that we are doing a global virtual neurodiversity symposium where one of the keynote speakers is Dr. Temple Grandin. She's amazing. That's amazing. That's yes. Great. Yes. So and so on on this virtual symposium, we have two speakers. One is Dr. Temple Grandin and one is Elizabeth Bonker, who types for talking. Yes, I, I have actually met her. Um, believe it or not, I had the opportunity in 2018. I was at the United Nations and I got to meet her there. Um, wow, Elizabeth Bonker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was amazing. She was there and I actually got to meet her. In so person. she will be doing the opening session uh and we have a uh, Dr. Satlana Masgatawa. She's the one who's a creator of uh, how to get this children's uh, brain and sensory and motor connected in the brain. So I'm curious, you know, Manisha, obviously you you've been doing this a long time. What was the probably the biggest breakthrough that you did, you implemented with your your child that was like the aha moment, like this is really working for him. Because, you know, a lot of parents have have gone the biomedical route, not had great results or mixed results. So what was really the, I guess, the key to unlock his success? Do you if you had to pinpoint it to one thing? So uh, first of all, um, uh, even what therapy works and not in therapy works, the first is the acceptance at a completely integrity level. Once you have accepted your in the individual and you keep the label aside, then the whole universe starts working for you. Then you become hungry, you know, you like you you're thriving. What else right. I can do for my child? What else I can do for my child? And in that journey, biomedical did its part till 11 or 12 years of age. It really helped him to internally get better. But the biggest help was the, um, the, the neurosensory motor reflex integration work and the letter board typing. Hmm. Because now we knew what is going on in his mind, but his body was not ready. And he was able to express his thoughts. I'll give an example that he there was constant behavior, like he was constantly nodding. And we were worried, like, where is this nodding behavior coming from? So we asked him a couple of questions. We And we pointed out to, you know, we, we asked, somehow we landed up to ears and asking, Akhil, is there a tingling in the ear? And he said that the fluid in my brain is moving. Hmm. So we went to the ENT, we removed the wax, and the behavior went away. Huh. For some reason, he keeps on building a lot of, lot of, lot of wax. Yeah. Again, and the lot of wax was built up. Behavior came, and he pulled. We pulled the uh, wax out. He pulled the wax out, and the behavior went. So he Akil helps it us. Obviously, it was irritating him and bothering him. Yes. Yeah. So obviously, it it he gives a lot of insight. So once you accept and once you form that, once you show 
the belief system into the into the child one yeah. to presume the competence that mm-hmm. yes my child believes this and understands this then everything in the life changes and when it took 16 years for me as a mother to realize it's not about my akil it's about me right right when no, that no. when i started changing he started changing Well, you know, it's interesting you bring up that point because I think, you know, a lot of times parents get the diagnosis, right? The first thing they do, they feel sorry for themselves, right? Yes. And I, and I always say this and I don't want to sound cruel, but I give you 24 hours to feel sorry for yourself. And and I use that as a rule of thumb because I said now it's not about you anymore. It's about making your child's life better exactly. and finding solutions on how you can get your child to live a better life. And I, I that's kind of the motto I live with and and worked with for the last 15 years doing this program. So 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 Akil is now 21 years old. He types for talking, his language is coming, he's minimally verbal and he is taking associate science degree with Rowan College of South Jersey. He's a sophomore. Wow. That's amazing. And you probably never would have ever dreamed he'd be never mind through school but into college, right? If you had to guess No, 17, in, 18 years ago. In fact, as a mother at the age of five, I had visuals that I'm going to teach my child algebra. My Did child used to be running all over the house, and okay. I would tell my friends that, "Oh, I'm I'm going to teach Akhil is going to learn algebra," and they used to like laugh at me. Sure. But now it's like you set your mind to it, and um, and Akhil wanted to go to college. Yeah, it's not I'm pushed like he wants to go to college, and he enjoys every subject. Now you said when he when he was younger he was nonverbal right he was not speaking yes. yes when did he actually start speaking or reverbalizing words when did that kind of happen for you so he you used to have some verbal imitations but i think after 13 14 15 years of his age really uh, his yes so he really wasn't talking up until like 14 15 years hardly wow. he used to just like imitate what we are telling and we would make we had no clue what's going on into his mind wow okay but now he can explain he's asking questions through of course the, the there's a slow uh, inexpressive sure but we are able to do chemistry okay. psychology algebra trigonometry wow. calculus calculus 1 <laughs> but that's amazing manisha because i i think parents that are listening to this story right now talking to you like that gives some hope because you know i think so many doctors i mean i know you've experienced this too yes. they tell you what to expect with your child and basically they put limitations on them you know i i, I remember when we went to a pediatric neurologist and the first mm-hmm. thing well he's not going to show affection or or signs mm-hmm. of love towards you right that was the that was the big thing well that couldn't be furthest from the truth because my son loves to hug and snuggle and Absolutely. cuddle and and all these things now he's big now it's a little weird because he's big but he loves to do that still um because again it's that innocence and you know he doesn't realize he weighs like almost 200 pounds he's a big kid now you know wow Um so again it it is funny though how you know a lot of the doctors would would kind of put that in a box of like this is what autism is and that is not true and I think more and more today more people are understanding that um you know whereas you and I again right around that same time you know the thought process was very different by the medical field of of what autism was so and what And I 
I give a lot of credit to late Dr. Bernie uh, Rimlin. If he wouldn't have started that moment and now look what all the doctors and everybody, the whole biomedical community, you know. Um, yes, uh, it's it's insurance is not covering because FDA has to change the rules. <laughs> right, right. You know? Yeah, so there's a lot and, to be done. And, and we I can think, only do you so know, much. some of it, you have data because you have things that have shown proven to work from where the child was before to where they went with these treatments and therapies, right? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So there there is data there. It's not like there's no data. You know, people, you know, use terminology like, oh, well, you're sold a snake oil, right? They use that, right? Um, But that's not the case here because you have data that's proven that this doesn't. uh, Like, look at ABA. It has data. It's proven. Right. But now we are the data which is not working. Right, right. We are that data, like which is not work, which didn't work. And I'm not against ABA; it works wonders for people. But sorry, it didn't work. But it's Our not one size fits all. I think that's what it is. There, there's yes. no such thing as one size fits all when you talk about the spectrum of autism. Even, even like I think I get a lot of pushback even from the schools. This is my son's fifth school. In the the mainstream medical community telling not to have have high expectations, but even the schools, it's very hard. When I go to colleges, when I go to college professors, they are so accommodative. So it wow. really surprises me. Yeah, yeah, that's so, interesting. Yeah. So, where are we today with the Akil Autism Foundation right now today? We have touched globally, uh, especially in India, more than thousand thousand families, more than thousand families. Wow. We every year we conduct uh, the rapid prompting method workshops. Uh, we just recently funded a thirty thousand dollars research with Rutgers University for bringing horticulture, for bringing employment uh, for the individuals in the green industry with sensor-based technology. We funded a research with Virginia University, and we are very close to starting our own center, uh, which is going to have a sensory gym. And we are going to bring all these modalities, which we have done with Akhil. We bring all those modalities and make it and bring it to an affordable cost to the families. Wow. That's amazing. Um, you know, I give you a lot of credit because it's very hard to stay the course, right? And yes. not only did you... Obviously, what you've done with your son is remarkable, right? Where he where he came from, and again, advocating for him, and you know, not giving up the hope on him. Um, I think that does say a lot um, because I do think our our children absolutely feel that if our parents, if the parents kind of give up that hope, they they do feed off that energy. I do believe that. Um, I know. I remember myself and my wife. I think there was a time where we would talk more about him in front of him more than to him and i knew that was a problem because i had a parent say well he 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 can hear you he can feel you and you know we we kind of knew that but then you kind of didn't realize it because he's not able to speak to me what's going on but yet he can feel everything around him he's very very hypersensitive to his environment Absolutely. Somebody explained to me that why he's not opening to others because he goes, when he goes outside, he tries to match his mama's energy. And when that energy doesn't match, he, because I am closed, he's closed. So when I opened up to people, he started opening up. 
I believe that 110% because when I, again, he was 10 years old and I changed my thought process with him right away. And I started talking to him and treating him very differently. Exactly. His behaviors improved tremendously. Exactly. Um, you know, and, and, and I'll never forget this true story. I'll share it with everyone. Please. Um, the phone rang in the house and I said, I don't know what maybe said. I said, John, to get the phone now, never showed him a telephone and said, Hey, this is a telephone or anything like that. He went over and grabbed the phone off the wall and handed it to me. I will never forget that. He was probably 11 years old. And I've told this story before, and it's been a long time since I touched upon this story. But again, I think never put limits on your child. Number one, number two, never think they're not capable of achieving something because again, the only limits we put on our children are us. And exactly. And, and that's the problem. Um, and I always yeah. say, like I said earlier, you know, when we get that diagnosis, it's like, okay, I give you 24 hours to feel bad about yourself. You know, exactly. There's a grieving process, right? There's, there's Absolutely. This, but then it's like, okay, what can we do to make our child's life better? And that's the first steps you have to take. And it can be very overwhelming. Um, and again, that's why we created this radio show and have guests like yourself um, to share your your story with others that could say, okay, this is something I can get behind. This is something that I can look into, right? There's other options out there. There's not a one size fits all for everybody. So, um, and again, and some all- people may be open to this and other people won't, right? But it puts options at least out there for others. And and as a family, you know, like uh, it is very important. This all this thing was is not one person job. It's not it's not Manisha Lard or no, it no. is the whole team, and it's my husband who has been supportive for every moment, every second, and never ever judged or said that oh you know my whole money has wasted and I didn't see any miracles. But he's always been very 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 supportive. Right. So and the children get it. They do. You know, it, it is, they are changing our relationship and it gets, it's, life is not easy. It's hard. No, it's okay. not. It's not an easy. Okay, journey. It changes. Sure. It changes everything in every dimension, you know, no, because one absolutely. person is pushing, 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 and the other person has to balance. Sometimes the other person has to push. So we right. need to, but our kids are catching that energy. So you need to be a team. We both need to be a team. We, when it comes to Akil, we are on one page. If he doesn't agree with one treatment, I will never go ahead till he's he's convinced with that. You know, like if he's not comfortable, I will never do the treatment. You know, so that it has to be a teamwork. Yeah, no, it's true. And, and it's hard because a lot of, you know, being married is a challenge in itself. Having a child is another challenge for many people. Right. But now having a child with special needs. Yes. Creates a whole different level Demand. of challenges. There are a lot of sacrifices. There are a lot of compromises. Absolutely. But and our kids are catching that. So that energy is very important. I do believe that we have, as parents, I mean, I know myself, I, I talk about it, has made me a better person. I think Absolutely. I, I believe my son has made me a better person. And I always say that um, because they teach me to be more appreciative, number one, more patience, because that's a big one, have a lot of patience. Correct. Um, and and just a better understanding and empathy for others. Um, Absolutely, no sure. doubt. That's that's what uh, has happened to me also. You know, once I started. Now I'm not working, saying I didn't have those things before, but it yes. made me better at it. Yes, and he's made me better. So, and I also say, you know, again, my son is non-speaking, but guess what? 
I don't have any background in radio, but here we are. He gave me a platform and a voice to talk about his journey and share it with others. So absolutely, um, he's he's made a big difference in this world, and I always I owe it to him, not to me. I don't take any of the credit because my son is the driving force behind this. And that's why what brings us here today. And yeah, and that's what I always start like I'm Akil's mom. Yep. I'm just a mother, but I'm Akil's mom. Just a mom that first, is my right. first. And I'm just yes. a dad first. That's it. Yes. So, yes. Um, okay. But so so tell our listeners a little bit about this event coming up. I know you touched upon it. Um, how they find the information, how they get involved, how how you know what 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 can they do. So there's a lot of noise nowadays about neurodiverse, neurodiversity, and I see a lot of um, individuals who are talking and expressing. So I said, you know, well, our son Akhil also falls into that category, but he types for talking. So I decided why not to bring um, Dr. Temple Grandin online? Why not bring Elizabeth Bonker, who doesn't type at all, and all such uh, professionals where uh, they are they are bringing up resources. So we have a, a symposium coming on April 17, 18, 19. It is for three days from 8 a.m. till 3, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's going to be global. It's going to be completely online. Okay. And we are going to have 15 plus, 15 plus amazing speakers from education track, wellness, um, communication, digital uh, sensory based technology and and uh, employment oh, wow. and we're going to have uh, dr temple grandin we're going to have dr satlana masgitawa and we're going to have dr new uh, from the the biomedical one of the topmost doctors from the medmaps and we're going to have elizabeth uh, bonker and the, these are the going to be the keynote speakers it's going to be we have partners from india we have partners from um, Ghana, I have people approaching from Israel, I have people approaching wow. from Brazil, and they all want, Manisha, you know, how can we get this there? And the event website is um, Akhil Autism NDS 23.vfairs.com Okay. And Akhil Autism Foundation is another website, akhilautismfoundation.org. And people can, I have put the link uh, on the on the chat. And if you could send it to everybody. Yeah, we'll definitely. Registrations um, have started. Definitely put it up on our website so people can yeah. obviously listen to the podcast. Um, yes. They can hear the show on Apple iTunes. They can go to Spotify, iHeartRadio as well. Um, once the show again airs, um, of course, through all our iHeartRadio affiliates. Um, so and, really looking forward to hopefully joining you on this. I would love to be part of this um, uh, event uh, in some shape or form. And again, we want to support what you're doing. And again, a lot of it's about connecting the dots for many others, which again, sharing some of your experiences, which may help somebody in need. So that's ab- cool. absolutely. We have a lot of giveaways. We have a lot of bonus presentations, more than 10 plus recorded bonus presentations from the different field. And the cost is just $25 for one day pass and $50 for three day pass. And this is the price going to stay. We are not going to up the price because we want to make it affordable and keep it affordable to as many as possible. So please so join. And join you said people can just watch, join the one day if they want. And they can yes. join three days if they want. So depending on what they have available. Yes. Many different options for them. 
Yes, and it's going to be available for 30 days. It's going to be available on that on that website. Okay. Plus, if they uh, sign in for three days, they become a member of Akhil Autism Foundation and everything is going to be available in our portal. Well, that's great. Well, I just want to say, Manisha, thank you for doing what you're doing. Um, thank you. Uh, again, it uh, takes a village um, to help children with autism and families with autism um, and adults with autism as well. Yes. Um, and uh, I know you've been doing this a very long time now. So uh, your your journey, you're sharing your journey with others. And again, this might not be for everyone, right? Yes, Some people absolutely. that are not going to be open, you know, to obviously biomedical. Um, you know, I know some of these things for some may not be interested in, but there might be some interest for others. And, and, and for some, they cannot. Yourself. Yeah, and for some, you know, they cannot afford it. And we are here, you know, whatever possible way we can help them, you know. I yeah. think there's a lot to be done, a lot to be done. But if forces like you and me can come together and we form Absolutely. and we do our part, I'm sure we've been chosen. We have been chosen to do things. That's what I say. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean, uh, it, it definitely chose us, right? We didn't choose it. So, uh but we are here and we are making a difference each day. And um, again, trying to make the world a little bit of a better place and yes. have some answers for others and have information for others that um, may not have availability and access to different things. So um, that is our goal is to help educate the world and make Absolutely. a better place. So. Absolutely. Yes. So I just want to again, if... thank you again uh, for joining us on our program, taking some time, sharing your story. And again, um, we want to put all your information on Autism Radio where people can go and obviously see um, and be a part of this, um, you know, event, which is a huge event that's going to be, again, all over the world so people can join in. Um, and the nice part is they don't have to get a babysitter. They don't have to catch a plane. They don't have to take a bus. They don't have to drive hours. They can literally sit in their home and enjoy uh, the symposium. So it's a very cool thing. Um, that's one of the the neat things about technology today. And again, I know you said you were in IT and um, involved with that. So this is your your world and your realm that you've been doing your whole life. So pretty cool. Yes, yes. And I'm here. Any any help you need and anybody, you know, any kind of stuff like, you know, any kind of guidance, I'm always here. So thank you so much, Paul. And um, thank you so much. And we look forward to definitely having you on again as we definitely want to stay in touch. Uh, please do. Uh, we do like to update our listeners uh, again, and people can write in uh, any questions for Manisha. You can do us uh, or email us at um, questions at autismradio.org uh, or call our toll free number at 1 877 HOPE 777. If you have a, a question, you want to leave a, like a voicemail, uh, I can forward that over to Manisha uh, if you have any questions. So, again, uh, we look forward to this symposium and uh, Again, continued great work from the Akil uh, Autism Foundation, with uh, which obviously stems from your son. Whereas, same thing with me with Autism Radio and Hope Saves Day, uh, all stems from my son Jonathan. So they are the driving force behind what we're doing today to help others. So I think it's great. But again, I just want to thank you for sharing your journey. Um, I know sometimes it's hard to share your story because it does relive a lot of memories, but what it does do, it empowers others to know they're not alone. So thank you for doing that today. You're welcome. Yeah. And we look forward to hearing from you again soon. Um, 
So again, we want to thank uh, Manisha Ladd for, again, sharing her journey with us and some great information of the upcoming symposium, which will be available in the links all on autismradio.org. Uh, we want to thank all our listeners, as always, for their continued support here on Hope Saves a Day. And of course, all your donations and all your support for Autism Radio over the years. Without your support, we wouldn't be able to continue our journey to make a difference in the autism community. Uh, we want to wish everybody a great week, as always. And uh, we wouldn't be ourselves if we didn't say our catchphrase every show that we end Remember, until next time, everybody, hope saves the day. Take care, everyone. Hi, I'm Elissa Pizel. I work with Amari Global. I am proud to announce that we have partnered with the Autism Radio family, a cause that is near and dear to my heart. Continue to tune in to Hope Saves a Day every week on autismradio.org. And when you're snapping up your Amari products, don't forget to add promo code AUTISMRADIO to receive $10 off your first purchase. time I see your smile, I wonder what you feel Every time you laugh or cry, I wonder if it's real You seem trapped inside, please help me understand What is your world like, I want to feel your love I want to know what it's like, to laugh and play Imagine I thought that you cannot feel a tear trapped inside Imagine a sound that you cannot make No matter how hard you try I want you to know how I'm feeling I want you to know how it feels to be me I wish you could look into my world And see how I see Hold my hand and remind me To hold on to hope each day Let this song be my voice And remember hope saves the day show you what I see what kind of life will I have what's in store for me don't be afraid just love and hold me I can be all that I can be with your love I can do anything with your love I can see the world like rays of light shine upon me inside of me then you are by my side i will love you to the end of time hold my hand and remind me to hold on to song be my voice and 
save step day.